Week 11 in the NFL, and what an ugly week it was. And I don't mean just the games as a whole. I mean ugly situation that happened in Cleveland that I've never, never seen before in my life. And uh hope I never see have to see that again. Okay, guys, welcome to the final score. November 21st, 2019. With me, as always, is my co-host, Living the Life in New York, Mr. Lim Bryant. <laughs> I can't believe it's been a week since the Hellman incident. Uh, yeah, yeah and, I can't believe it. Let's, 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 yeah. let's have the Thursday night game tonight. Uh, I think it's the the Texans and, and the Colts. Texans and the Colts. Let's hope that isn't as ugly as that game was. <laughs> uh, if you, I don't think it will be. If you're living under a rock, even if you're not a sports fan or a football fan or anything like that, you had to hear what happened last Thursday night with the Pittsburgh Steelers-Cleveland game. Now, I'm a Steelers fan, and I make no bones about it, but Cleveland outplayed Pittsburgh all night. You know, it was a ugly game for the Steelers. Four interceptions for Mason Rudolph. But, unfortunately, for the Browns fans who haven't been, beat the Steelers in, like, nine games. Um, really? Yeah. They were, I think that the well, last... I didn't know it was that long of a streak. The last eight games, they're 0-7-1. Uh, you know, the tie last year. But um, they beat the Steelers 21-7. Unfortunately, it is totally overshadowed by what happened in the last 15 seconds of the game. Uh, Pittsburgh's down 21-7. Throw a screen pass with, you know, with 15 seconds left. Uh, Mason Rudolph is taken down by Miles Garrett. Taken down... And a penalty was actually called on the play. A late hit. Well, so roughing the passer, Roughing right? the passer yeah. because Miles Garrett takes him down. Uh, and, I mean, he hits him. And way after the ball was released, he still he takes him to the ground and is on top of him. Now, what happens after that is a, a lot of people who have different views of it. Uh, Rudolph... In my opinion, is trying to get, and I'm a Steelers fan, so you can say all you want to. I've already heard it all this week. Uh, trying to get this big guy off of him. And yes, he's upset. He's thrown four interceptions. And this guy, in the last 15 seconds of the game, has taken him down uh, pretty much way after the play, which was totally unnecessary. So, yeah, I'm going to try to get this guy off of me. And this is one of the strongest players in the NFL is Miles Garrett. Uh, and Mason Rudolph grabs his helmet, and it looks like he's trying to take his helmet, which was wrong. If that's the case, that was wrong with Mason Rudolph, but still not worthy of what happened after that. You know, no. um, even the even the kick to the crotch isn't worthy, like trying to kill someone. Well, and I'll tell you this: I am not a Shannon Sharp fan. I'm not a Skip Bayless fan, but watching some of the videos of their show this past week since it's gone. These guys probably have it down more than... I agree with them, and I don't agree with them often. I agree with them on this. Shannon Sharp, talking about an incident that happened to him uh, when he was playing. Guy takes him down, and he's, he's, been, he's had 10 catches against, I think it was Oakland, and a guy from the Raiders takes him down and is standing over top of him 
like he's going to do something. So what is your first inclination to do when somebody's standing over top of you and getting ready to, you know, you don't know what they're going to do. You're going to kick them. He's going to say kick them. I'm going to kick and punch. I'm going to do whatever to get them off of me. So if he gets kicked in the groin area, that's his fault. That's his problem. Don't make this out. There's a lot of people out there who are trying to justify this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Trying to justify, which, well, let's get to what happened what he later. Did. He pulls Mason Rudolph's helmet off, takes it with him. David DeCastro, the offensive lineman for the Steelers, is separate him. And of course, now, Mason Rudolph is, is hot now. He's mad. And, of course, he's he's got his pride to look out for now. This guy just took my helmet off on national television, made me look like a wimp, I'm going after him. So he goes after yeah. him. What happens after that was so bizarre. He take you know, with David DeCastro holding Miles Garrett, getting in between him and Mason Rudolph, he takes the helmet off. He takes it he's already taken the helmet off Rudolph, swings the helmet at Rudolph's head, hits him on the head with the helmet. He was so lucky he hit the back padding of the helmet, hit him in the head. Can you imagine the crown of the helmet had hit him in a Bursting his head wide open. He, if we would have been talking about Mason Rudolph uh, being really brain hurt. injury, yeah, brain a injury, terrible yeah. head injury, and and Miles Garrett, I don't think he'd play enough. He might be serving jail time. Which he'd was, be going to jail, yeah. Which was totally within, you know, he used his helmet as a weapon. You're right, yeah. So yeah. now, you know, this assault with a weapon, yeah. So now you've got DeCastro, you've got Marquise Pouncey coming to their quarterback's aid, uh, taking down Garrett. Now, where Pouncey, I have nothing, nothing, no problem with anything Pouncey did. I think where he went too far and where he got his suspension from was when Garrett was on the ground and he kicked him. Uh, I'm fine with that. You're defending your quarterback. Well, you know, taking Take your suspension taking the guy down, taking the guy down was, you know, and he threw some punches at, at him, but taking him down was, you know, where it should have start, stopped at. But don't get me wrong. I <laughs> have no with problem <laughs> with, I have no problem with Pouncey doing what he did. Yeah. But if they're going to look at it that way, then, you know, and I think Pouncey's okay with it too. You know, this guy's a hero in the locker room now. Um, but and then this this other guy, I cannot think, cannot say his name, that comes up behind Mason Rudolph while all this is going on, and pushes Mason Rudolph to the ground. What is that? I don't. I know. mean, what did you accomplish? Did he get suspended? He got suspended for got... one game. Okay. Now. The appeals process happened this week. Uh, it's over, right? Yeah, yeah, it's over like now. It's over. Yeah. yeah, so Pouncey's suspension was reduced from three games to two. Uh, okay. The other guy from Cleveland, his his suspension was upheld one game, and Miles Garrett's suspension was upheld as well. Now here's where the story. It's indefinite. How many years is Garrett? I thought it was indefinite. It's indefinite. Yeah. It's indefinite. Oh, so, so that it, was upheld. Yeah, it okay. was upheld. So now it could, uh, it could be, it's indefinite. So it's definitely probably going to be the rest of this year, um, and could stretch into. I've heard some people say, you know, Shannon Sharp was one of them said, if it was me, I would definitely suspend him at least the first four games of next year, 
just to make it as uh, make yeah, the punishment yeah. to make the punishment as, as harsh as it could be, so nobody would think about doing this again. Um, but now it's funny. After a week, a week goes by, then nobody ever hears this. So Miles Garrett accuses Mason Rudolph of hurling a racial slur at him before they began brawling on Thursday night football. Oh my God! Whatever. NFL, no NFL has looked into this and said the league looked into this, his allegations and found no such evidence. Rudolph told reports Wednesday he didn't say anything to the Browns defensive end that would have escalated tensions prior to the fight. Uh, Steelers spokesperson Burt Lawton said in a statement, Mason vehemently denies the report of being accused of such a, using such a racial slur during the incident Thursday night in Cleveland. He will not discuss this accusation any further, and his focus remains on preparation for Sunday's game against the Bengals. Um, but his attorney has come out and said made this statement. According to ESPN and his appeal, Miles Garrett falsely asserted that Mason Rudolph uttered a racial slur toward him prior to swinging a helmet at Mason's uncovered head in a desperate attempt to mitigate his suspension. This is a lie. This false allegation was never asserted by Garrett in the aftermath of the game, never suggested prior to the hearing, and conspicuously absent in the apology published by the Browns and adopted by Garrett. The malicious use of this wild and unfounded allegation is an assault on Mason's integrity, which is far worse than the physical assault witnessed on Thursday. This is reckless and shameful. We will have no further comment. So that's my And there were other guys around, too. There were other guys around to hear this. They, they interviewed all these guys. <laughs> they watched yeah. video. So what my, my, my question to, to Garrett is this. If that was the case, and you felt so bad, you felt so offended by it, why did you issue an apology to Mason Rudolph the next day? He was trying to save his butt and get less of a suspension. That's all it was. I mean, you don't... This is a serious allegation. I mean, and it, I know it's he yes, said, it she, he said, he said. You know, yeah. you, one word against the other. And if this is the case that Rudolph did do that, that's very serious. But if this is the case that he totally made this up, he, that, I mean, that should figure into an additional punishment. Your question is somebody's uh, character and you're integrity. Lying. You're lying on something like that. Yeah. And you, yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. that's serious. You know, this should. I mean, if that's the case that he did lie about this, and I know there's no way they're going to prove who's lying. Somebody's lying. And if that's the case, I think that, it's Miles Garrett. If Miles Garrett is lying, that should add on to his suspension. And the NFL yeah. found that there was no. No proof that that happened. I mean, they didn't say he didn't do it, but they said there was no proof that that happened. So, I mean, it's just an ugly, ugly situation. Because this is stuff that doesn't just air on ESPN, doesn't just air on Fox Sports. you got CNN, you got Fox News, you've got all these news media outlets that covered this. And this is just a really, really black eye on the NFL for what happened this past Thursday night. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know how, what, I don't else, know. what else you can say about it. I mean, it, it was just a bizarre... I, I actually had dozed off 
because it was such a bad game. And I knew, I was like, well, maybe if I doze off, they'll come back. And, uh, you know, then I wake up when it's over with and I look at my phone and they're talking about <laughs> somebody got hit with a helmet in the head. I'm like, what? So I immediately turn to, you know, the ESPN and I see it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That is just something. I've, I've seen people get their helmets ripped off, but I've never seen anybody use the helmet as a weapon on somebody that doesn't have a helmet. It's, uh, either way, yeah. It's insane. But, you know, let's move on. Let's move on past that. And that's one of the things. Cam Hayward, uh, def- defensive lineman for the Steelers, said that's something that needs to happen if we need to move on from this. Uh, he did – he – had his quarterbacks back, of course, uh, said he he didn't think that Mason Rudolph would say anything like that. He's been around. These guys that are around Mason Rudolph, you know, said that is not in his nature. So, you know, heat of the moment, anything can happen, I know. But this is just a really, really bad, uh, bad situation here. Uh, I don't know where it goes from here. I don't know if it's over yet. I hope it is, but... I, a bad situation for the NBA right now. Yep. NBA, NFL, excuse me. What am I thinking? I'm still agreeing with either way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a bad situation where it's the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, also in the news, what have you, are you hearing this out of New England? New England is seriously thinking about Kicking the tires on Antonio Brown again. No. Now this tells I don't you, believe it. Now I don't believe it. No. Brady, made, Brady makes now. a statement. Brady makes a statement earlier this week that he knows after the Philadelphia game, which they got the seventeen to ten win in, that he knows the offense is sputtering and the defense is what's saving saving the, the Patriots right now. So and then of course that was on after the game Sunday. And oh, then, my gosh. And then Monday. I'm seeing it. You're right. Reunion rumors are gaining momentum. Yeah. And then, oh. and then you hear the, the whole Monday, you hear Gronk is going to make an announcement on Tuesday. Uh, and He's that, not coming back this no, year. No, no. That He's ended not. up being some kind of some kind of beach party he was having. I think he was just really playing with the media, especially after Brady made that comment. But then today, the whole Antonio Brown rumor started, and I, this this might have some legs to it. I think they're at that case where, uh, but you've got look at all these wide receivers you have already. I mean, you mean release Gordon then? Gordon, yeah, Gordon was released, but still, you've got yeah, yeah. Edelman, you've got Sanu Junior. Uh, you know, you've got you've got some weapons there, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I don't know if I'm if I'm in New England shoes, I don't know if I'm willing to take the chance with. I wouldn't, but as as he as he is on Twitter with some of his outbursts on Twitter. And I don't know if you saw the post I made. A guy, uh, one of our listeners, brought this to my attention. That somebody, and this is something we've said for a long time, ever since this bizarre behavior happened. And I don't know if you remember this or not. I think you should. Uh-oh. When we said no pressure, he hasn't been he hasn't been the same since he got that hit 
against... Oh, with, yeah, that's true. There was a story, and I shared it on the Final Score uh, Facebook page. Somebody wrote the story that, uh, about that whole thing there, about everything might lead back to that hit. I said, I've been saying this for a year. So, I don't know if I'm ready to... I've, it's if, possible. It's possible, it's possible I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready, if I'm New England, to take to take a, a chance with that. I really don't. I wouldn't. I, they're, what, 9-1? and one? Why should they? I don't understand why they're... Well, I mean, that's the thing. They're 9-1, and one, but they're a unimpressive 9-1 and one right now. I mean, they should have... They played one good team and got destroyed, right? Well... They played Baltimore and got destroyed. Baltimore took them to the woodshed. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, That's probably the best team they played all year, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely the best team they played all year. The AFC least. Um, the next is probably Buffalo, and Buffalo played them close. Buffalo, Buffalo had them, and Buffalo played with the most of the second half with their backup quarterback, and still almost won. So, I. I don't know. I don't want to tell you. I, I would not. I would. I would travel the road I'm on right now with what I've got, and and rather than take a chance with somebody as volatile as, as Antonio Brown is. But that's just me. And I'm not saying that because I'm a, a Steelers fan. I'm saying that just because if I was the general manager of the New England Patriots, I don't know if if I would. Go that route. They don't, don't need them. I don't think that. I don't think that would be what. I don't think that's what they need. I think they need a running game. You know, they don't have a running game. Running game. Hey, we, we can still get signed up. Let's go play. Yeah, I'm sure that would. We'll have sign a running up and game. go play. Gronk's announcement was a Super Bowl beach party. <laughs> oh my! He is so awesome. Yeah, I, I know you hate him, but yeah. well, I mean, he, you know. He, I, I, I don't like it. I don't hate him as bad as without the Patriots uniform on, but he's he's out there. He's just funny to me. So, we pretty much talked about the Thursday night game from last week, and that's all we need to talk about there. Um, Texans and Ravens. Boy, was that a surprise. 41-7. to 7. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a 30 minutes in on game number two? What? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. We had, we had a lot I'm of time. We can speed up. It's yeah. all right. 41 to 7. And I, I have to say this, you know, right now, Lamar Jackson's got to be the MVP favorite right now. Him and Russell Wilson. Yeah. And, and I think. I think it's a coin flip right now. You know, he's got the Ravens playing at, at a higher level. You know, after this, seeing this blowout win and seeing what he did there, I, I've said all along, I like the kid. Even though he's a Raven, I like the kid. I'm still worried about how he's going to be when he takes that hit. Because there, there's a hit coming. Right. Somebody's going to get that hit on him. And, uh, you know, believe me, it troubles me to say, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for the guy that he's having that kind of success because he seems to be a great guy uh, with the right attitude. He's not worried about his his stats. He's worried about the team getting a win. And that's that's the way you got to look at it there. Um, moving on. Falcons and the Panthers. Is Atlanta playing inspired football for the coach? Because they know the coach. Oh, my God. The coach. Yeah, where is coming from, right? Yeah, where was this at the first part of the year? 
Atlanta just know. destroyed Carolina, twenty-nine to three. It never was close. They destroyed the Saints before that. Yeah, and I mean, is this is it too late though? Yes, yeah, too late. Their record is horrendous. What's their record? You have it in front of you. Um, about uh, three and seven. Three, three and, and seven. seven. Yeah, they could go nine and seven and run the table, but I don't see it. I don't think they they're going to run yeah. the table. But yeah, where is this? There's a they're going to be a good spoiler. So, my question for the Panther fans now, Kyle Allen has come back down to earth. Four interceptions last week. And one horrible, I mean, a horrible interception that he threw at the first game where he was just trying to get rid of the ball and, and ended up throwing it right at a defensive end for the uh, the Falcons. And which I was like, why are you throwing it right at him? So, the Panthers, you know, this could be – you know, if, if things continue in this direction, this may be the end of Ron Rivera with the Carolina Panthers, but we'll see. Uh, Cowboys and the Lions. Cowboys get the win. It was 35. close enough. I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, and I mean, the Lions are not. Okay. Go ahead. Lions are, 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 why did they go for two again when they're down eight? Go for the extra point, and then the final touchdown you score two. Yeah, I, I don't but know. Continue. We talked about this last week. Yeah, that's... But with a backup quarterback, and, you know, I've talked to some Cowboys fan, one diehard Cowboys fan I talked to earlier this week, and he he was like, you know, I was – he is his one that was not all in on the whole Dak Prescott and didn't believe – and he said, you know, I've had to eat some crow because he has is, he is played at a higher level. And he he's one of them that, you know, you can tell when you talk to him, he said his footwork is, is different. He's improved on that. Uh, and he's he's carried the offense with the last two weeks with Zeke not playing up to par. And, uh, you know, I have to agree with the last two weeks he has, but I don't know if I trust him if I'm a Cowboys fan down, to, down the road. But the thing that bothered him when I talked to him, and I'm the same way, where is this Cowboys defense that was so good? They have disappeared. Mm-hmm. 27 points to a backup quarterback with the Detroit Lions. And I almost lose the game. Uh, yeah, Cowboys defense is, needs to tie it up. It, they would be in serious trouble if they were not in the NFC East. NFC East? Yeah. yeah. What are they, 6-4 and four now? NFC East. They're 6-4. and four. I mean, six and four. they're one and done in the playoffs. They're going to win the division and lose to Seattle or whomever in a wild card game. All right. So, let's go to the... Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, well, you know, Buffalo gets the win 37-20. to 20. No big surprise there. Uh, no. Dolphins' two-game winning streak is over. Sorry, Dolphins fans. I know y'all were hoping to run the table, but uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry. But they right. might beat the Jets later. I don't I don't know. I, I just don't know about this. A, you look at the AFC East, though. Buffalo's decent. Buffalo's was one of the Buffalo's teams. Buffalo's decent. Yeah, they're 7-3, right? Yep. Yeah. Miami's terrible. The Jets are terrible. Terrible, yeah. And, and then you got the Patriots up there. So, I mean, even with the Patriots, this is not one of the better divisions. The East in both divisions are, are really struggling. Yeah. It's not It's not yeah. good. But Buffalo, they moved to 7-3, 37-20. Over the Dolphins, and the Dolphins stay alive. 
unless the Redskins two and eight for the Dolphins. But you know, if you win the if y'all win another game and end up tied with them for the it's, it's going to be for the second draft pick because I don't think you know what Cincinnati's going to win a game. Yeah, it may be this. It may be this week too, and we'll talk about that. No, it will not be against the seven and three. They're playing Miami and the Jets later. They 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 could win one of those games. Well, anyway, not going to be Anyway, I think the Redskins are going to get the number one pick, but we can talk about that later. Yeah, Joe Burrow. All right, (laughs) (laughs) Colts and the Jaguars returning Nick Foles. And it doesn't go too well for the Jaguars as they drop to the Colts, thirty-three to thirteen. Uh, Blake Bortles back. Blake Bortles back for the Jaguars. Yeah, what? Bortles could have got them thirteen points. I mean, come on. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know, Bortles. Bortles is having a ball sitting there holding a clipboard and for the Rams right now. And he's he's not, getting paid a lot of money to do not, that. Too. He's not getting Crazy. criticized for anything. Um, nope. Foles' numbers, 33 for 47, 296 yards, two TDs, and a pick. So not bad numbers. Leonard Fournette has basically disappeared again, eight carries for 23 yards. Wow. And this is the guy everybody was talking about. Oh, yeah, he's the future running back. He's going to be the best running back in the NFL. Yeah, he is disappeared. Yeah, I don't see it either. He has disappeared in the past year. Ever since that those injuries last year and his attitude last year, he has disappeared. Um, yeah, he wasn't good last year either. Yeah. No. So the Colts get the win. Um are they still on top of that? Yeah. Who is in the AFC South? Houston and the Colts. The, right? the Titans are, they are right the behind two? them. Yeah. Titans, okay. Titans and the and the Texans are right behind them. So in, Indianapolis moves to six and four. Jacksonville falls forward. That's a log jam in the AFC South, though. You go from six and four to the first place team to four and six in the last place team. So. Uh, so it's anybody's division. Yeah, still, still anybody's division. But. Let's see who's next here. The Broncos and the Vikings. Captain Kirk falls behind big in the first half. Big comeback. Big comeback yeah. by Captain Kirk and the Vikings over the Broncos. Uh, Broncos, you know, not playing bad ball with a, a quarterback that's hardly ever played uh, with Brandon Allen, but just can't get the win. Kirk Cousins has another strong day, 29 for 35. 319 yards, three TDs, no interception. Dalvin Cook held in check. 11 carries, 26 yards, and a t- but he did have a touchdown. So, uh, As the Vikings moved to 8-3, still second in the AFC North, the Broncos filed a 3-7 last place in the AFC West. All right, next game is the Saints and Buccaneers. And like you said last week, Lynn, I'd hate to be the Buccaneers. And yeah, they hated to be the Buccaneers that day too. They get beat thirty-four to seventeen by the Saints. Saints get back on track. Um, Jameis Winston, the Jameis Winston the meter turnover meter, did not get let down this week. Jameis Winston, thirty for fifty-one, three hundred thirteen yards, two TDs, four picks. Wow! But it's wow. not his fault. What? It's not his fault. It just you know nobody. He, he, so didn't, he didn't make him throw them interception. Anyway, were they all chips? 
Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I have to I have to throw this out. I have to do a little shout out right quick. Uh, a local guy around here, photographer, William Anthony Photography. I don't know if you've seen him online, Lynn, that I've shared some of his stuff. He was he was a photographer at the game. He's been to several of the Saints games. Uh, just got, I think he just did some Carolina basketball too. I'll have to share him with you if, if you haven't seen it already. He takes great pictures. Local guy from a Husky, but he is uh, he's actually was up. He was he was in the mix to maybe go to the Super Bowl last year, take pictures. So uh, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked him out, check him out on Facebook, William Anthony Photography. And I'll have that on the final <laughs> score page. He he takes great pictures. He's been to uh, some ECU games, several several different sporting events around here that he goes to. But uh, he's got a tie in there with New Orleans that he goes to a lot of New Orleans games. So, but he's a Cowboys fan. So we won't hold that against him. Forty um, yeah. ers and the Cardinals. This game, you know, the Cardinals were close with the Forty ers the first time they met. That was a close game. This one was also a close game. They, the 49ers managed to get the win 36 for 26, but it was a, a lot closer than this. I mean, they had... So they scored with no time remaining and make it 36. Yeah, that, so it, was, it was going score. back and forth a lot. I mean, it, they, yeah. so the Cardinals put 26 up against the 49ers, and they put over 20 up in the first game. Did the Cardinals have some some kind of formula for uh, playing this uh, San Francisco defense? Because a lot of people couldn't do that. I love Tevin Coleman's stat line. 12 carries, 14 yards. Wow. Garoppolo, Jimmy G, 34 for 45, 424 yards, 4 TDs, 2 picks. But the 49ers go to 9-1, first in the NFC West. Carters go to three seven and one fourth in the NFC West. Next, we've got. Oh, I don't know if Liam wants to talk about this or not. The Jets and the Redskins. Now, I, I made a post this past Sunday on Facebook. I was like, for some reason, I decided to watch most of this game. And oh uh, my gosh! Yeah, yeah. What I, did you do wrong? I guess I was a glut for punishment <laughs> or, or something. Because I watched most of this game and uh, made the comment on my Facebook page that it was sad to see the shape of the state of this franchise. Uh, to look at at FedEx Field and look at all the empty seats. And the people that were there were Jets fans. Yeah, they're estimating only fifteen thousand were Redskins fans. Fifteen thousand. Have you seen the price of seats at for this week's game against the Lions? Four dollars. You can get a ticket for a NFL game for four dollars, guys. Or if you want to sit down the lower level, I think they're like fifteen. Fifteen dollars for lower level. Yeah, a friend of mine was talking about you can get lower level seats for fifteen, and there was also a guy that's that's looking to get uh looking to get tickets to the Giants game because he's a Giants fan, and I think it was row six, thirty-seven dollars. So this is a good time if you ever want to go to an NFL game and get that yeah. get that feeling of, of just if you've never been to a game and you want to get that feeling of being able to sit up close, you can probably get a cheap seat up close right now, and that's just sad. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Dan Snyder has driven away all the fans. I told you I'm not renewing my season tickets after 15 years. Not doing it. I'm done. 
I don't I think do you it. need to go that far yet. I'm not. I'm not renewing my season tickets next year. Oh, come on now. You know how hard it was you get those season tickets. You know how easy it is to get them now? <laughs> you can't even give them away. What's the point? <laughs> That's a good There's point. There's no value in it. <laughs> I pay a lot of money for those tickets, and they're not worth the paper they're printed hey, you know what you should do? Digital. You know what you should What's do? That? You should do what some of these NFL players do. Call and renegotiate the price. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, no, that's not y'all are not playing I've up the par. Y'all are not playing up the par, so uh, these season tickets need to go down. I wow. can't imagine many season ticket holders are left. I mean, I follow a lot of like message boards and stuff, and there's so many people over the past few years just giving them up, giving them up, and I am joining that list. It's a lot of money I pay for those four seats. And there's plenty of other things I'd rather do. Yeah, that's true. I can't blame you. I mean, with the because so, I, I'm I'm watching, I mean, you know, and another thing I saw watching that game, there is a there is a handful of Redskins that still want to play. Uh, two in particular that I saw on defense: Kerrigan and Landon Collins. But a lot of those players are just going through the motions and just saying, you know. We're going to lose. Get to the end of the season. Yeah. Let's just get to the end of the year and see if I can go somewhere else. <laughs> and we can't even evaluate Haskins because no one's blocking for him. Yeah, that the was... The guy was pleading on the sideline, what do I need to do for you? Talking to the lineman, and they all ignored him. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like... And he was, what can I do is what he was asking. I, I, you know, I felt bad for him. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, and I, I've said... I don't know if he's the answer for the Redskins. I don't think he is. but I don't think he is either, but I feel bad for him. Yeah, I feel bad for him. When your offensive line is just ignoring you, and just like, who the heck do you think you are coming over here talking like that? Uh, Yeah, I I just don't. Not a good good situation there in Washington. Uh, But to lose to the Jets, 34-17. And wasn't even that close. It wasn't even that close. Those two touchdowns were garbage time. It was. It took 16 quarters to finally score another touchdown. Yeah, Darius. Six, you know how many games 16 quarters is? Four. Darius Geis gets the first touchdown, his first touchdown in his career on a 45-yard pass. That was pass a nice run. Pass. That was late in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was a nice run. Yeah, it was. You know, I hope he didn't get hurt on it because, you know, you knew he was happy getting hurt. Really. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Peterson's hurt. Anyway, this game sucks. And- I won't be able to watch the Detroit Redskins game, heaven forbid, but I don't even care. Redskins sitting there with one win. Jets getting their third win of the year. Uh, thank God that's over. Bengals and the Raiders. <laughs> there was hope here. You know, it was close. Bengals put up a fight. The Bengals yeah, did put up a fight. I think the Bengals are going to win a game. Bengals so they put up a fight here. Bengals lose in a close one, 17-10. to go. They fall to 0-10. Raiders... Six and four, hanging right there with Kansas City. They're staying right in striking distance. Uh, as the Raiders, Josh Jacobs has another 100-yard rushing game. Rookie uh, Derek Carr, 25 for 29. Four incomplete passes, 292 yards, touchdown, and a pick. Ryan Finley continues to struggle, 13 for 31, 115 yards, and a pick. Uh, but I'm looking at the Joe Mixon had the only touchdown for for the Bengals, and they took the lead early in the first quarter. They had the lead for a quarter, seven to nothing. So, uh, 
Way to go. Way to go, Bengals. Right. They're going to win a game. I really think, I know, think I'm kidding, I think the Redskins are going to get the number one overall pick, and they're going to screw it up. <laughs> they are going to get the number one pick, and they're going to screw it up. Well, guaranteed. We'll see. But I, if I had the number one pick, I'd pick Burrow without a doubt. Trade Haskins for a third round pick or something. Well, what about Tua? We need to talk about Tua. Tua with a really bad. Even if Tua wasn't hurt, even if he wasn't oh, hurt, I know, I'd yeah. Get Burrow. But hurt, we did hear, you know, Tua. I can't say his last name. Do you know how to tag it over? He's there we go. hurt. Close enough. Had a serious injury in, in the game against Ole Miss. Now, here's a question for you, Lynn. You're the Alabama okay. coach with your, your star quarterback. You're up 35-7 to in the second quarter. Do you still have him in the game? I do until halftime, yeah. You think so? Up 28 yeah. points? Yeah. What is that? And I it's mean, not halftime yet. I understand. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but it's not halftime yet. But this guy was already nursing an ankle injury. That's true. And I How mean, much time was left in the second quarter? Yeah. It was Seven not minutes? much time left. In, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I don't think it was maybe halfway through. Let's say it was halfway through. And he's nursing an ankle injury uh, that affected him in the last game against LSU that you lost. So you really want to lose this guy for the – and, I mean, granted, this injury didn't – the injury he had didn't come from what happened before with his ankle. But that ankle injury prevented him from being able to get away from those guys that that tackled him. So yeah. Tua is out for the rest of the year. You know he'll be back next year. Dislocated hip. He's going to heal perfectly fine. Yeah. My issue is I think he's injury prone. Well, he's fragile, I think. And that's, that's, I think he's injury prone. But he's got draft insurance. Uh, and also, you know, do you, okay. Does he come back next year? I wouldn't. You wouldn't he's come back? He's injury prone. Do you no, think, he's well, injury prone. If he's injury prone... Doesn't that uh, not set well? Would it hurt, hit, hurt his draft stock? Yeah. yeah. So don't you want to try yeah, to come back, stock, sure. come back another year and prove that you're not injury prone? No, because it's the second contract where you make your money, and that's one more year away from that second contract. You want to go ahead and get to your NFL, start that five-year clock, right. and then get to your second contract. That's my opinion. If I was his okay. agent. And I will take you to it. Let me. I'll be your agent and get that ten percent cut. Speaking of which, I'm being an agent. Let Let's say, let's say Tua wants to take a trip to Disney World, or let's say Tua's looking. <laughs> Tua's looking at spring break for next year. Who does Tua need to call? Tua needs to go to TrueNorthVacations.com. You can book your hotel, your cruise, anything from there. But again, I have to say, better yet, give a phone call or send an email. There's up there in the top right. You get a phone number and email, and they'll help you out. Disney World, or your cruise, your hotel, your flight, anything. All-inclusive resort. Now's the time to book spring break. Yep. And now's the time to start saving your money for the final score cruise. Oh, uh, Five yeah. or six years. And 
I thought we said three to five. Three to five, yeah, excuse me. Well, you know. So now we're like at three to two five. and a half to four and a half. So now we're at two <laughs> and a half to four and a half. Yeah, two and a half to four and a half. So you guys uh, better be saving yeah. your money. Yeah. All right, so yeah. let's move on. Patriots and the Eagles. Hey, they're, they're on cruises out of Norfolk. Oh, really? Every October, every October, there are two to three cruises that leave Norfolk and go to Bermuda. So there you go. If you've never done a cruise and you live near Stevie, you can cruise <laughs> out of Norfolk. <laughs> you in October guy. only. In October only. The next closest is Baltimore and Charleston. They're year-round. All right, yeah. there you go. Got you, bud. Got you. Um, yeah, I know my stuff. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I should. You I should. You should. <laughs> um, Baltimore. Now you got me talking about Baltimore. Patriots and the Eagles, and a game that Eagles jump out to a ten nothing lead early, and then just go. I don't know what they they do out there. They don't do much after that. Uh, they lose, end up losing to the Patriots seventeen to ten. Uh, and, and you know this had a lot to do with Brady struggled. Brady's look, the the S is wearing off his chest. He looks human. The last the last three or four games, he's looked like. A regular quarterback, twenty-six for forty-seven, two hundred sixteen yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and the paper MVP Carson Wentz, twenty for forty, uh, two hundred fourteen yards, one touchdown, and, and did you call him the paper MVP? Everybody had him on paper before the year started as the MVP. He was right. the next great yeah, thing. He needs to shape up. He needs to shape up. Did, am I not right though? No, you're right. Everybody coming this year up. was saying. This is the MVP. And, I mean, that's why I said paper MVP. He's the MVP on paper. That's like paper champions. You know, you you get you you hype this up. You hype this guy up all offseason. And we called it. We said, I do not understand what these people are seeing because all I'm seeing is a guy that ever since he got hurt, and that, and that would have been an MVP year for him, ever since he's got hurt then, he's been injury prone, and he's looked like an average quarterback. Nick Foles was the guy that got the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Nick yeah, Foles, Super Bowl. Yeah. Nick Foles was the guy that almost beat the Saints last year in the playoffs. Nick he Foles is not an Eagle anymore. He's a Jacksonville Jaguar, and I I just don't I'm not seeing it. I, it he's Carson Wentz has proven me right. I mean. <laughs> If you Eagles fans don't see that, I don't know what what's wrong with you. They're five and five. They dropped to five and five now. Second in the NFC East. Patriots moved to nine and one. First in the AFC East. Oh, the AFC Excuse me. Um. Next to Sunday night game. Oh, Rams and the Bears. The it, it's, this is like I I don't know what what to say about the Bears anymore. Uh, the Rams, you know, Trubisky's a bust. Trubisky goes out with a hip pointer, but he's not. He didn't play good up until then. Uh, as the Rams get the seventeen to seven win, they move to six and four. Bears fall to four and six. Uh, Gurley kind of gets back to the old Gurley that we we know. Twenty five carries, ninety seven yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jared Goff. Still not 
11 for 18, 173 yards, and a touch. I mean, no, not a touchdown, a pick. So, neither one of these teams playing great ball right now. The Rams just managed to play a little bit better. This was a snore fest for Sunday night football right here. Uh, I did not make it through that whole game either. Kansas City, Monday night football, Kansas City versus the Chargers. Another disappointment. And this was from Mexico City. Did you? I don't know if you happened to see the pregame warm-ups with Mahomes throwing the ball, did you? No, I didn't, no. You know, that the elevation there is, is it's more elevated than uh, Mile High Stadium in Denver. This guy, oh, oh, next, yeah. With, okay. with yeah. that air, he was throwing, he threw from, uh, threw from the goal line to the 30-yard, to the other 30-yard line. Or was it, to, it was either 30 or the 40. He was throwing 60 to 70 yards in the air. So, I mean, yeah, the Hail Marys would have been great that night, but they did not need it. They get the 24-17 win. And now, here's the thing we talked about last week. Phillip Rivers, is it over? Is it on the downside now? Yes. I think so as well. I hate to say it. I've been one of these guys that has been a Phillip Rivers fan. Uh, felt bad for him because he didn't have a lot around him. But now he's just throwing, I don't know, 28 for 52, 353 yards, one TD, four interceptions. That is un-Phillip Rivers-like numbers right there. He's always been the smart guard. He's always been the smart quarterback, the one that wouldn't turn the ball over. But this year has been different. Uh, he's, he's had a lot of costly turnovers that and has cost the Chargers some games. So it, a lot of possibility. People talking about could he be traded at the end of the year? Uh, one, oh, one please, team, no, because I know where he'd be traded to. <laughs> one team's name. He refused up. to move his. But he's removed his. Sorry, refused to move his family from San Diego. Well, his family still lives in San Diego. Well, he, you know, there's a lot of players that family live in one city, and he plays in another city. So it could be. He's got like 12 kids too, right? He's almost got a football. So he doesn't team. want to move all down. Uh, while we're got, on the subject, oh, he he got 10. Go ahead. While we're on the subject of quarterbacks in Washington, did you see Alex Smith on the field this week? Yes. Yes. There you go. Uh, please, God. Look, we can trade Smith, Haskins. Colt McCoy and Case Keenum. Let's trade all four. And we need, oh, we want to talk about cleaning house. Get rid of Norman. I, I of agree with you. Look, that guy. Uh, I like Kerrigan, but get rid of Kerrigan. Um, blow it up. You, you pretty much just want to start over young, right? You want to blow it up and start over. You, I like Kerrigan. Those other ones can go somewhere. You know, I remember, I think this was when Snyder had first bought the team. You remember when you brought in all those older stars like uh, Reggie Bruce White? Bruce Smith? No, yeah, Bruce Smith, Deion Bruce Sanders. Smith. Uh, yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, that didn't work. Adam Archuleta. <laughs> yeah. Later. Jeff the, George. Oh, gosh, yeah, you really reached. No, we got to stop. This, this Midley Lane's killing me. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you, you guys had... Uh, had a plethora of veterans. There you go. Word of the day right there. Plethora 
of the... That's a sparkle word, man. <laughs> so, that's let's talk about... Did you see T.O.? Yeah, what he did. He 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 uh got into it with Stephen A. Smith over over Colin Kaepernick. Uh, uh oh well. Terrell Owens was on his show and told Stephen A. Smith, who has voiced his criticism of Kaepernick everywhere, that co host Max Kellerman seems blacker than you. That had Smith calling timeout oh, and resulted in an ongoing God. day of Twitter back and forth and Smith insisting he is right about it all. He doesn't want to play. Owen questions Smith's blackness. Smith interrupted him with, I'm going to check you right now. You done crossed the line. He then gave a long retort that included acknowledgement. He was indeed from the streets. In, a opposite, in a opposition to Owen's claim. I don't want to hear what's the definition of blackness. Is there a de- definitive definition of blackness? Why are you giving the impression that because I don't march lockstep with every single thing that Colin Kaepernick wants? Okay, excuse me. So it, 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 that's another thing we need to talk about. Colin Kaepernick's workout, the NFL workout, uh, which was scheduled to be in Atlanta at a, at a certain location, uh, and then he moves the location. And, you know, I mean, I didn't hear anything out of the, uh, out of this workout that made me think he's coming back to the league. Did you? No. No. When you change the location at the last minute, so he's yeah. kind of like ungrateful, is yeah. what I think. Yeah, so let's talk about... Uh, next week's games. Let's go over our picks. With Houston and Indianapolis in progress right now, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Indy wins this. Um, where is it being played at? At Houston. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say Houston because you said Indy. So I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be contrary. All right, Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. I'm going with Atlanta. Keep the hot hand. 73% said Atlanta. By the way, 89% said Houston as well. Buffalo and Denver at Buffalo. Buffalo. Ooh. I smell like preseason, too. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo. I had to think about it. It said Buffalo got 88% of the vote. The Giants at the Bears. Giants. I'm going with the Giants as well. Chicago, you you're gonna to have to prove to me otherwise. But ninety one percent of the people ninety one percent of the people think Chicago. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I'm staying, you to make a pick. staying with my yeah. boys, even though that might I've got a bad feeling about it. With all these guys hey, we've been got five out five and five this year on that. You've been five and five this year. <laughs> all these guys we've got <laughs> out, Juju's gonna be out, Connor's gonna be out. I just don't have a good feeling about it. It's the 0-10 Bengals. Yeah, I know. They're the division, division rivals, too. All right. Steelers are going to win. Okay. Miami at Cleveland. Miami. Miami, really? Yes, I said that right. Miami. Hmm. See, you're thinking about it. Miami. You know, with everything that went on this past week, I'm, I'm still going with Cleveland. I'm, I'm going with Cleveland. Oh, come on to the dark side, man. Come on. 
Ninety-three percent well, uh, picking Cleveland, 80% picking Pittsburgh. Oh, oh yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting it all on the Dolphins. Let's do this. Carolina at New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, that's not a game. Oakland at the Jets. I'm going with Oakland. Oakland, yeah. New Orleans had 94% of the vote. Oakland had 54%. Seattle at Philadelphia. I got, I've got Seattle. Seattle. You yeah, know, fifty-eight percent of the people say Philadelphia. That's crazy. Fifty-eight percent's wrong. What are y'all seeing? Yeah, good this year. What are y'all seeing with eight Philadelphia that makes you think you're, they're better than Seattle? Just because they're playing at Philadelphia. Yeah, they just two in the NFC West. Only one game back on Tampa. I mean, come on, guy. Really, this is the team that come ended. On, man. This is the team that that ended. San Francisco's winning streak. Gave they handed them their first loss. And you think Philadelphia and Carson Wentz are going to beat them? The paper MVP. The yeah. paper MVP. We're going to make t-shirts with that. Paper MVP. Detroit at Washington. You can get your $4 tickets. Detroit. Detroit win. Detroit. Yeah. Jacksonville at Tennessee. I'm going Tennessee. Actually, Detroit had 60% of the vote. Really? Only 60? Yeah, Tennessee had 77%. New England? Uh, Tennessee as well. Dallas and New England. Oh. You know what I'm going to do here? I'm I'm taking Cowboys, man. I'm taking the Cowboys. They play well in big games like this, so you better watch out for this. Uh, 90, 90, 90, 90% of the people said New England. Green Bay. Uh, 90% is right. Green Bay at San Francisco. Green Bay. The public's gonna say San Fran because it's at San Fran and the. I'm going Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay too. That's a Sunday night game. Aaron Rodgers plays well on Sunday nights. Baltimore at the Rams. Baltimore's gonna kill the Rams. You are not gonna. Okay, San Francisco got 56 percent of the vote. How many? Who do you think got more of the vote for the Rams Baltimore game? The Ravens should, but the way you're talking, the Rams at like fifty four. No, worse. How? Sixty five percent of the people think the Rams are going to be so at the Rams. It's at Los Angeles, but come on, guys! I despise the Ravens with a passion, but I am like, this is ridiculous. You know. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, you know, somebody. Football this is like a bad American Idol vote up here this week with people. Oh, my God. With the Philadelphia game and now with this. This is even worse than the Philadelphia Seattle pick. Jeez, people. This is not Taylor Hicks and Chris Daughtry. This is, I mean, really? <laughs> oh, was that the season? Yes. Taylor Hicks beat him? Taylor Hicks won American Idol that year with Chris Daughtry. Chris Daughtry was there. like six or six. Right? Not, he was like six four. I well, think. I yeah, think. Because it was well, down to him. Who the last laugh? It was down to him. He may laugh. have been third. Because it was down to him and the McPhee girl. When they, yeah, I think he was worse than that. Uh, I think he. But, you know, I mean, like you said, who got the last laugh? Where is Taylor Hicks at now? Maybe we can get Taylor Hicks on the show to tell us where he's at now. Uh, he did a Ford commercial. He did, yeah. It was and it, I, he was the fourth place finisher. Fourth place, yeah. 
You... Catherine McPhee, I like her. Lost to Taylor Hick. Oh, my God. You know what the deal was he, with that, right? He beat Catherine McPhee, too. He beat oh. everybody, Lynn. He was a winner. He had to beat everybody. I like Catherine McPhee, though. I bet you do. Um, oh, how did how did Taylor Hicks win? And then we got to get back on football. There was a website uh, that people got on, and they picked one guy. They picked like the worst ones, the ones that you didn't think were going to win, and they decided, uh, they all got together and, and voted. That's just like the, I, the it, was a, it was a foreign kid that was so, so bad one year on there that they voted him all the way yeah. to like the, not the finals, but almost to the finals. So, I think that's awesome. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kathy McPhee, she's like a, uh, a TV star and stuff now. She's yeah, been she in Broadway is. here as well in Waitress. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She's a waitress? Her picture was everywhere. That's the name of the Broadway. Oh, the Broadway I was going to say she's a waitress. Or what? You need to go to her restaurant. restaurant. Anyway. Baltimore. Yeah. Score to Baltimore and the Rams. I'm saying 28 uh, to 7. 30, 37 13. Really? I'm saying 28 to 7. Yeah, I think the Ravens are going to destroy them. Seattle, I don't Philadelphia. Think the Rams have it. I'm saying 28 to 14. Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Who will score the most points this week? I can't now. Most points this week. I'm looking. Saints. Saints? Okay. I'm going to say the same. Fewest? <laughs> I know That's you were saying, Rich. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for they it. They hadn't scored a touchdown in four games. <laughs> I had the little chuckle. <laughs> yeah, but really, they suck. I, I'm telling you, I am much more into hockey right now. Yeah, you, you made sure you told him. I'm watching the Hurricane. Most of my things, I'm watching Hurricanes game. I'm watching didn't, Hurricanes game right now. Didn't they lose? Uh, they're losing right now, three to two in the third. Okay, three to three. They just scored. Okay, three to three. Maybe we should that talk was, about that them live more. action. Maybe we should talk about uh, them more. I'm getting me a jersey. That I've asked for a jersey for Christmas, a Hurricanes jersey. Oh yeah. I'm. I have to decide if I'm going to get. Uh, I usually one of the things I get is a Steelers jersey. Uh, mm-hmm. I have to decide every year. Just not every year, but like every other year, I get one. I've got I've got several okay. Steelers jerseys. Uh, I have more hockey jerseys now than Redskins. Remember growing up, I loved hockey. Oh yeah, I, remember. I got Chicago Blackhawks. I got Los Angeles Kings. I got San Jose Sharks, and I have the Raleigh Ice Caps. Yeah, that's a collector's item there. Oh my God, I love hockey growing up. You know what? We, I was such a fan. Do you remember the Raleigh Durham Bullfrogs? No, who was that? That was the... Uh, the hockey? No, that was the semi-pro uh, oh, basketball league. Football team. Basketball league, yeah. okay. They had an indoor football league, too. Yeah, they had it. Shit, that was short-lived, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the Bullfrogs, I remember they had Lorenzo Charles, the state... Of course, everybody remembers Lorenzo Charles, the late, great Lorenzo Charles, uh, for the, the play in the national championship game in 83 against Houston that won the game. But uh, I had great memories of going to the Raleigh Ice Caps in Dorton Arena. That was good, so much fun. Good the old Dorton Arena. $5. Dorton Arena was five dollars. That was a. Pl- I actually went to one of those with you. With you, uh, 
But Dort Arena is where I saw my first wrestling match. That that place is is great. Just is it still time. standing? Yeah, it's still standing. They actually. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's been recently. I know in the last year or so they've had wrestling matches in there. That there was a promotion called Big Time Wrestling that brings oh. back brings back a lot of the older guys, and uh, they had it at Dort Arena. Quick wrestling thing. I was in Times Square Tuesday night. Uh-oh. And they had a huge sign for the AEW. What's the AEW? AEW. Uh, AEW. Huge sign in Times Square. Yeah. Like, they were the real deal, man. Well, you, I was I, like, oh, my I God. I told you who was funding them. I mean, the, the, he's the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, so he's got money. Oh, that's a the cons, con guy, the right? Cons. Yeah. yeah. They, they have more money than practically anybody. But, yeah, they had Huge AEW signs all in Times Square. I said on TNT, and they had a couple guys on. It looked cool. Yeah, they they've got. They looked, they're really like, pushing just from the thing. It looks really exciting. They're really pushing it, and uh, you know, if you haven't checked, oh, the storylines good. Yeah, storylines have been pretty good. I mean, it's 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 gonna it's gonna have its ups and downs right now, but yeah, storylines have been pretty good. Nothing uh, like NWA WCW. Right? No, they haven't got to that point. But you know, it's got uh, more. It's got more of that NWA WCW feel to it, like the old feel. school feel. It doesn't have. I'm that. not going to get it. I'm not watching it because I'll get addicted, and I'm not. I got enough. Stuff you know going. what? I will tell you but, this honestly. I can tell you this. I have not watched WWE wrestling in like three weeks. But you've watched AEW. I've watched AEW. So what, I just haven't. They're advertising in New York City, man. What does that that's, tell you? That's you know that's a big <laughs> big thing against Vince because uh, yeah. Vince takes stuff like that personally. Uh, He's right outside of New York City in Stanford. Vince was the one that and I don't know if you if if you watched that documentary on WrestleMania three. Uh, Vince went to the. Uh, people that the cable companies that do the pay-per-views and told them this was after wrestlemania 3 that if they carried any of the crockett's pay-per-views he wouldn't offer the next wrestlemania or whatever the pay-per-view was to them mm. so you don't think vince can be a you don't he's think, a tough businessman you don't think vince is already already he's probably once he found out about those Signs going up. He's oh, probably already them, trying to figure oh, out. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, he's probably already trying to figure out which way to strike back now. Get a bigger sign in Times Square. Well, he'll probably he'll probably try to buy Times Square. <laughs> you know, buy Times Square. You poke the bear. Poke the bear. Oh God! Because I, I wanted to take a picture, but I didn't think about it at the time. I was going to take a picture. Maybe I did take a picture. Because I was going to send it to you. I saw it. I was like, oh, my God, Stevie. Yeah, AEW is... I did take a picture now. You need to watch it one time. Just watch uh, it. You might not like it, but it's got that old... Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've got... Oh, I'm I've good. actually, on my DVR right now, I've got five episodes of Raw that I have not watched and five episodes of SmackDown that I have not watched. And, you know... I don't have, and I'm not like, it's not like I'm going, I've got to go watch it. I've got to go watch it. It's, it's yeah. not. I am actually this weekend, well, I'll have to mention this, this weekend, Saturday night, if you're in the Run at Rapids area, Rage Wrestling returns to the Run at Rapids High School Gym. 
And the final score will be there at ringside filming. Nice. It's a good match. Um, it should be a good what's match. What's their territory? What's Rage's territory? Pretty much the, the, the I guess, Halifax, Halifax County, Northampton County, Hertford County, that area. Oh, it's even that small. Well, it's look at you know it's 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 up and coming. It did you know with it's no, called Rage what wrestling? Rage Wrestling Warriors. You can find it online on Facebook. We actually have this. This should be some uh, some good matches this week. Uh, there's two guys that are wrestling for the Rage Heavyweight Championship of the World. Dirty Money. He is the champion. He's going up against. And if you haven't listened to my Rage Wrestling preview that is now online. Uh, he's going up against my co-host on that preview, the Pain Train, Preston Quinn. Which we got look like he's Sting. Looks like an American Pain. That's, that that's like going to be, uh, yeah, that's the the special guest. Uh, that's Chuck Coates, who I've interviewed on the Ringside Rams podcast. Right. He, he wrestled in WWF, WCW, NWA. Uh, wrestle against like Andre the Giant, Haku, uh, Lex Luger, Sting, Steve Austin. That uh, he is a multiple, multiple time cancer survivor. Uh, retired from the ring, and he's going to give his testimony. Uh, he's going to give his. Yeah, testimony. this is a Christian wrestling thing. It looks it's a, like it's a Christian outreach. It's pretty much what it is, and it, we always have a testimony. Somebody's testimony comes at every event. And, uh, you know, this guy has given his testimony before, but uh, he does... That's a unique hook. I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, he's a great... He he does a great job with his testimony, and uh, I really look forward to it. But the Geordie Bulldogs, who are a hoot, they actually did the uh, mannequin challenge in the ring at one event, which was pretty funny. They're... (laughs) But uh, yeah, a lot of great matches. This, this, and you know, tickets. If you're, if you're for adults, ten dollars for a ticket. That's more expensive than an NFL ticket. Yeah, we could go to the Reds. We could get two <laughs> tickets to the Redskins games for that. Oh god. You know what? I that's horrible. If, if it wasn't so far away, I'd actually go. You know, four dollars oh. a ticket. I haven't told my mom that. It's, Redskins tickets for $4. She would, she it breaks my heart, man. It really does. If Bruce Allen doesn't go, I might burn my jerseys live on Facebook. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm really big. Again, I am, and I'm becoming more focused in the hockey and the Tar Heels. They're 4 0 basketball, but they look horrible. How? That's something I'm glad you brought that up. They look horrible. They are ranked. I don't know if anybody's still with us or not, but they are ranked number five. And they moved up to number five in the nation this week. How is that? They were down to Elon by like ten. How is this team? Is is college basketball that bad now that? And I'm a Carolina foot basketball fan, but how is that team the number five team in the nation? And you losing the Elon at the half because of the no because of the name on the jersey. They've got a long, long way to go. They are going to. I'm surprised they beat Notre Dame for the first ACC win. Notre Dame must be not good. They barely beat Elon. Who else did they play that was really bad? 
Gardner Webb or somebody? UNC like Wilmington. That. UNC Wilmington. Gardner Webb. Uh, like every game, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're gonna lose. Yeah, it's it's not been you every haven't game. Seen, you haven't seen a blow blowout game, that's for sure. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's not going to be pretty this year unless something changes in a, in a hurry. But I do love my ACC network. Oh, yeah, ACC I network is great. I, I like seeing some I'm watching some. I'm watching some random stuff, man. Like, I'm watching uh, Tar Heels field hockey. They're in the Final Four. <laughs> I'm watching some random stuff. Now, I, I won't go Tar that far. Field hockey is awesome. Some of the, uh, some of the old... When they show the older stuff, I, I, I like that. Like, uh, you know, they did. And, you know, believe it or not, I did watch it. It came on like 30,000 times in the first week the ACC Network was on. But it was a story about the 86 Duke Blue Devil team. Uh, you know, and I, back then, I didn't mind Duke. That's because they were just Ugh. getting their first taste of success. They, and they weren't all over the place. And... Krzyzewski wasn't as arrogant and had the double standards that, uh, and people are going to kill me when yeah, I say that. But I, I will tell that story later uh, on a later episode of Final School, the double standard that really made me lose a lot of respect for uh, Krzyzewski as a coach because I didn't have a problem with All it. Miller right. Dane, UNC Wilmington, Gardner Webb, and Elon. Yeah. And they almost lost to every... They could be 0-4, realistically. Realistically, they could be 0-4. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And they play Alabama in the battle for Atlantis. Alabama uh, beat them. Wednesday. Yeah, I would not be surprised to see Alabama beat And then they play Iowa State, and then they play someone else. I, I think they might lose. They might get... They could go 1-2 and two in the Bahamas. Yeah, they're going to have to play a lot better than they have been. All right, guys. They're all over the place this time. <laughs> well, yeah, the only thing we haven't talked about this week is the fact that Heinz ketchup is the only ketchup out there. I agree. Oh, you and agree? Mustard. I like Heinz ketchup. Yeah, but you you told me that there was that was not I the only ketchup. I will eat other kinds. Uh, I will eat other kinds. You I, won't. You I will. You but boycott I have us. a choice. I'm choosing Heinz. Boycott Hunts, Boycott Del Monte. That's oh not God. ketchup. That is like tomato paste or tomato water. <sighs> funny. Yeah. That French's mustard is better than Heinz mustard. I, uh, I like French's. You know, like I said last week, Heinz mustard's come, gotten a lot better. But French's, yeah, that's usually <laughs> what I buy is French's. Now, if we if I'm at a place where we they have Heinz, I might would I might buy Heinz. But. I'll take it too. I got some grape coupon. Do you have any grape coupon? That was easy. <laughs> we got to end now. It's gonna go downhill. Yeah. Hey, next week, no me, no me next week. Next week, Lynn is actually on a regular vacation, not a work vacation. He's on a regular I'll be vacation. Disney. So Disney. maybe I need yeah. to. Maybe I have to find a a a. You need a guest host. A guest host next week. So if you guys, you know, there you go. I'll find somebody to. Any takers? Probably nobody wants to talk for an hour with me rambling on like this. So an hour? Yeah, it's been an hour. Look at the. Oh, okay. 
I thought it's been longer than an hour. But go ahead. <laughs> so you say it. It sounds like yeah. And here's one of the things we need to do. I and think it's you, been over an hour. I've watched the whole period of hockey. It's been an hour and fourteen, hour okay. and nineteen minutes now. Twenty-one minutes. Excuse me. Okay. So here's what the money's worth. Here's what we're one of our plans to do on the foul score is to pick a game and have us both do a watch along and talk about. Wow, NC State is terrible at football. <laughs> Are they playing right now? Georgia Tech has beaten them fourteen to three in the second quarter, and they just muffed a punt. Georgia Tech is bad. They just muffed a punt. And this guy, I mean, it was horrible. It, they might I, beat the Tar Heels. Though. The Tar Heels have regressed recently. He caught a fair catch and let the ball go right through his hands. Then tried to pick it up, and it just looks like he tapped the ball out towards the uh, Georgia Tech defender. Left. Bloom. Yeah, I'm watching Carolina Hurricanes hockey. <laughs> yeah. so, anyway, but yeah, we're actually talking about taking a game from the past, doing a watch along, maybe like a, a NC State Houston national championship game or Carolina Michigan national championship game or football. Football may be too long. We'll have to talk about that. Um, but yeah, that, that's something that we're going to talk about in the future up here with me and Lynn. So uh, maybe we'll give you. Good. Maybe we'll give you guys some options to vote on that you can uh, you can help pick the game as well that we look at. But it has to be a game that me and Lynn, but well, Lynn shouldn't have a problem. If it's on YouTube, Lynn's got the internet connection. He can watch anything. Yeah, I'll be good. So but that my, my issue would be the internet. But anyway, all right, Lynn is going on vacation. So, no Leah next week. We'll see if we can get a guest host or either we just won't do anything. Up, oh, flyers up four to three. Yeah, I thought. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> All right, guys. I mean, I'm watching it with mute, but yeah, whatever. All right. All right, guys. We'll that's going to do it for this week. Lynn, have a great time on your vacation. And, uh, uh, we'll see you in two weeks. I would, be, I would be disappointed that my work didn't pay for it, but anyway. They didn't. Yeah. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week, and we'll, we'll see you next week. That's the final score.